Module 2, Lesson 5. It's all about survival. Self-compassion builds self-esteem. Self-esteem builds self-confidence and control around food. Therefore, if you can learn, develop and practice more self-compassionate language, you can develop a much healthier relationship with food. As we've been learning, self-criticism is the opposite of self-compassion. And one of the many reasons we talk to ourselves so self-critically when it comes to our eating and food is not understanding why we eat in the ways we eat. My clients ask me questions like, why do I binge? Why can't I control myself? Why am I so greedy around food? Why do I abuse my body with all this junk that I know isn't good for me? And the answer for them is always some fault in them, some lack in them, some inability in them, some huge flaw in them, that then produces even more shame and emotional eating. If you don't have an answer and an understanding as to why you binge, it's easy to jump to the conclusion that you're greedy, weak and lacking willpower. Because that's what diet culture has been trying to convince you of for decades. It's all your fault. I remember observing this binge eating behaviour in my very first clients and not really understanding it myself. And as a victim of diet culture myself, I assumed they were lazy, greedy and lacking in willpower. So if I could just push them harder and bully them harder, they would soon stop doing it. But they didn't. In fact, the more I pushed them, the more they binged in response. It would take many years for me to really understand the origins and triggers of binge eating. But when you understand them, you realise it is, more often than not, perfectly natural, normal behaviour. It isn't a flaw or a failing. It is a survival mechanism. The question is, a survival mechanism from what? Number one, survival from starvation. Think about it. We are animals. For as much as we like to delude ourselves into thinking we're superior and special, we are just primates at the end of the day. And if you watch any animal documentary, whether it's sharks in the ocean or snakes in the jungle or lions in the savannah, when food is scarce, when energy supplies are threatened, when animals are exposed to the risk of starvation, they all binge. We can sit in the comfort of our living rooms and watch a shark eat half a whale carcass, or a boa constrictor swallow a cow whole, or a lion gorge itself until it's literally bathed in the blood of its prey, and we call it eating, not binge eating. It's just eating. Nobody accuses these animals of being greedy because it's so obvious that they're doing exactly what they evolved to do to eat huge amounts of calories when those calories are available to protect their energy supplies and reduce the risk of starvation. Bears are allowed to gain fat without fat shaming, aren't they? Nobody says, look at that greedy bear gorging on all that salmon and getting really fat, the lazy bugger. Because we all know and appreciate bears need to lay down excess fat to fuel them through hibernation. And so... 
In the animal kingdom, overeating and binge eating occurs normally and naturally. And we just call it eating. But somehow diet culture has come along and managed to convince us that when we eat large amounts, it's unnatural and a problem that needs solving. When the problem that really needs solving and what's causing so much overeating in the first place is the enforced starvation created by dieting and diet culture. So next time you find yourself overeating, instead of being self-critical, practice self-compassion by asking yourself, could this be because I'm undernourished and my brain is responding by naturally forcing me to eat more? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I need this food. Number two, survival from mental pain. Aside from the metabolic basis of binge eating, i.e. to help you survive starvation, there is also an emotional basis to binge eating that is perfectly normal and natural too. And to really understand this, you have to observe how children feed. Have you ever noticed how a baby can be crying and distressed for whatever reason, and then it is put on the breast and suddenly it is silent and soothed? Or how a toddler can be anxious or grumpy and then it is given a treat and suddenly it is calm and happy. Or even in yourself, have you ever noticed how you can be anxious, stressed, emotional or irritable and eating something can suddenly create a state where you feel like, ah, that's better, the moment the food goes in. There is something about the act of eating that reduces mental distress. Now, I've studied this for a long time, and the best explanation I've heard is this. In an ancient world where calories are scarce, starvation is rife, and your survival could depend on whether or not you get your next meal, it makes perfect evolutionary sense for our brains to switch 100% of our attention to feeding when it is occurring. It's as though the brain is saying, hey, we have food here. Don't think about anything else. Don't pay attention to anything else. Focus on food, please. All your attention on the food, please. And our brain facilitates this by heightening our awareness of the flavours and textures of the food, as well as numbing our awareness of other thoughts or emotions that might distract us from eating. So in this way, eating acts like an anaesthetic. So next time you find yourself overeating, Instead of being self-critical, practice self-compassion by asking yourself, could it be that I'm using eating to anaesthetize my painful emotions? I'm not greedy, I'm hurting emotionally and food is helping me ease the pain. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I need this food. So team, that's lesson five and the lesson is that when you find yourself overeating or binge eating, eating food that ordinarily you don't want, but it's going in anyway, don't go straight to the self-critical voice. You'll hear it and it will be shaming you and it'll be telling you you're a bad person, you're lazy, you're greedy. And if you can just notice it in that moment, pause and notice it and bring in this self-compassionate voice. Okay, that voice is going to ask one of two things. Maybe I'm just hungry. Maybe I need these calories. Maybe I'm undernourished. I haven't eaten well today. I've skipped some meals and I've not nourished myself properly. So I need this food. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Allow it and accept it. 
or it could be that you've had an argument with your partner and it really upset you and you're feeling stressed by it and down by it and you're just eating some chocolate or eating some food just to anesthetize that emotional pain again it's okay it's normal it's natural lots of people come for tea lots of people eat chocolate cakes biscuits whatever to numb emotional pain it's not a bad thing it's nothing that you should feel guilty or ashamed of it should be something that you recognize okay there's a problem here that needs solving but i'm going to allow myself to have this chocolate without guilt without shame, without judgment, and just allow this to happen without shaming myself further and producing even more mental distress and mental pain, producing even more emotional eating. 